Hey, folks, this is Double J, Jeff Jarrett. That's right. That's J-E-double-F-J-A-double-R-E-double-T. That's Double J, Jeff Jarrett, the world's greatest singer, the world's greatest entertainer, and now the world's greatest podcaster. Ha <laughs> ha. Just kidding. Hey, tune in, or you're listening to, or if you haven't subscribed, go right now and subscribe. SLTD Roundtable, the podcast. You got to tune in. These guys are great. They're greater than great, but they ain't as great as Double J. Ain't we great? Hi guys, welcome to another SLTV Wrestling Roundtable podcast. We are here as always. Um, this week we're doing our review preview. So we are reviewing uh, Royal Rumble and we are previewing Elimination Chamber. Um, we are here, of course, with our core members. Even though I don't know the theme tune, um, we'll we'll crack on. Uh, Adam, are you okay? Uh, yeah, I'm all right, mate. Uh, busy couple of weeks leading up into half term. Um, yep. So for all those people who are saying teachers get loads of holidays off, I am off next week. Um, but I, I did work this Wednesday. I wasn't striking. I was in work. Um, surprisingly, with my year 11s, I, I only had two students missing. Um, but I got I got so much work done. So much work done. It was like it was a breeze. It's a very yeah. nice day, you know. Them kids getting in the way, is it? Yeah. Them kids getting in the way. We, I mean, we still had the year 11s in. Um, admittedly, our principal thought we might have only had 50 in because she thought if every other year group's off, the 11s are just going to go, oh, well, sorry then. We won't come in either. 248 of them came in. Um, so I was being like, I'm out, kids. <laughs> we were we were like, Jesus, check. Look at these. Fair play to yeah. these kids. Like, fair play to them all. And when I and like my um my one one of the deputy principals said um he said it looks like your film your full film classes here I hope you've planned some at good and I was like I'm doing my normal lesson I expected them to be here you know yeah. you yeah, said yeah. carry on like normal and I'm treating this like normal I should have said to him no I'm just sticking a film on because it bugs him when I do that you know in <laughs> film studies um but yeah. <laughs> yeah I if I was in year eleven and I found out that there was strikes going on I would be like. Later slots. <laughs> yeah, I was I wasn't good. I wasn't a good kid, I'll be honest. Um Carl, well, are you okay? Yeah, I'm doing good. Um I imagine you were a bit like the in-betweeners then, Ty. You'd be bunking off. You know, yeah. you'd be hanging around on street corners, dressing up in one of your friend's parents' clothes to get some alcohol. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I, I was born with this beard, so um I was allowed to get alcohol when I was fifteen. It was, uh, <laughs> um, no, yeah, kids. I was, I wasn't bad. to be fair, I say that like I was pro bad. I went, I was all right. I just, yeah, any any opportunity to do as little as possible. But saying that, I did do sixth form for three years, so you know, I was all right. Stayed on the next year. I mean, I mean, I did sixth form for three years, but that's because I needed to reset GCSEs in the first year, so. I started something. I started like a multimedia thing in the second year and wanted to finish it. Ah, okay. So I was like, screw it, so good. I uh, did six one for one year because I was a bit like stone cold where I didn't like the head and I just wanted to get out. 
Ah, oh, I didn't, did you I not hit him with the bedpan? I, was say. I, I tried to, but it had been quite difficult in an electric wheelchair. <laughs> could have run him over, but I could drive by. you could do, you could like. And then before you know, bed you know, you'd be off. Like... The front was the wheelchair was very much like the uh, the car that Austin Powers drove, where it was very slow. So it'd have been a case of me trying to run him over, and it's being like the slowest, <laughs> slowest thing ever. Come on. I mean, I'd, I'd like to see that, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, this sounds amazing to me. Um, yeah, I, 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 one of them. I'm not, I wish I was more interested in school, I'll be honest. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't. But then at the same time, I had like, I had teachers telling me that they were stopping being teachers because of me. So, oh, okay. Yeah, I've not to. got to that point yet. I've not, I'm not, I've not met a student where I've gone. You're the reason why I'm going to quit this job. Yeah, like, reality teacher literally said in my class, like we were in the class. It was like the last class, and she was like, "Well, since I was our last class, and that, um, I can't be dealing with where the kids like Greg anymore." To be honest with you, I was just. Like, <laughs> I'm just sitting. Yeah, I didn't even do it. Well, you know what I mean. I can't yeah, believe I wrote my report. IRE teacher's my favourite teacher now. I was like, what the hell? But what are we talking about here? That's Judas on the cross, you know what I mean? She didn't like that. We had many a conversation about that. She didn't like that. No, oh, man. God. Anyway, I'm not going to get into that. About How are you anyway? Because things have changed. Yeah, I've got a new picture. I've got a new picture. Um, no, um, yeah, I got married. Yeah, uh, that was nice. Nice hey. and quiet. Only eight of us. Including my child, um, yeah, I couldn't imagine doing a big wedding, you know, like after doing it that way, couldn't imagine, like the idea of like a big thing and we're gonna have a party and all that stuff, but um, yeah, it was the anniversary of our first date, ten year anniversary of our first date, um, yeah, it was just dead simple and dead nice and dead, just it was very us. It wasn't very like we've got to do this for everybody else. That was a nice good, thing. Good. That seems to be the general consensus from everybody who we've told has been like, get up, like, good for you doing it the way you want to do it. You know what I mean? Like, good for you doing it, doing it that way. Because I think it's one of them where a wedding you can kind of be like, everyone's opinion, isn't it? Yeah. So everyone's like, oh, you can't do that. You can't do this. Oh. So, yeah, everyone seems. Did I tell you what my uncle Darren did after our wedding? I'll be quick if I didn't. Yeah. Um, so obviously we fed everybody, you know, fifty pound a head it was to give everyone a I roast got. dinner. Yeah, 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 right. Um, a roast dinner and a nice um cardamom and chocolate um pyramid as a dessert that was fit. Um, now he he at the time was um into leaving reviews on things like TripAdvisor and on Facebook, um, when he'd been somewhere for a meal and things like that. Um, so yeah. literally the day after our wedding, he reviewed the hotel where we had our thingy and complained about the roast dinner because his son was only given one Yorkshire pudding um, and he would have eaten two. Uh, and other than that, it was it was it was nice for the venue. Um, and Amy saw it before I did. Yeah, Amy saw it was fuming. Um, and then of all people, my dad. So not his brother. My mum. It was my mum's brother that did the review. My dad messaged him on Facebook and went, "Bit of a dickhead move, that in it." Why don't you take it down? <laughs> so, 
<laughs> so yeah, you can't please everybody, even when you're paying for the tea, the bastards. Wow. <laughs> that that is mad. Like, why would you do like what the exactly, exactly? That's heavy. Yeah, we didn't have none of that. None of that. It went to, if anybody is listening from Liverpool, went to the florist um, for something to eat for brunch because we had an early wedding. Um, and it was delightful, absolutely delightful. When um, you said the florist, I thought you made a mistake. I thought you meant, I, I picture the florist as obviously somewhere you get flowers from. Yeah, so I yeah. thought you were eating tulips for your, <laughs> for your lunch. <laughs> yeah. That's all it is, just sell flowers. That's it. Um, <laughs> I'll go eat some tulips. Yeah. The only the only downfall I will say about, which is a little thing, but it didn't really ruin the day, but it just got me a little bit annoyed, was that when we were getting drinks, the baby, who is not a baby because she's four, but the uh, was hungry, so I was like, um, she only wants sausage. Like, she doesn't want anything else. Like, she just wants, she just wants sausage because she's a bit of a weirdo like that. Um, so could, can I just like, can you do it now? Because she'll just like graze at it. And the fellow was like, yeah, 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 I sort it, I sort it, I sort it. And then it came out with all the other food. And I was just like, I mean, I, I asked you not to do that. Like, that was literally the only thing. And it was only because it was the, anybody else wouldn't be bothered, but because they was getting a bit like, I'm hungry, like she does, like four year olds do. Like kids do, generally. Yeah. That was literally yeah. the only thing I could say. He was like super nice, and he was like the place was super like it was. It had like flowers everywhere. Obviously, it's the florist. Like, um, yeah, it was proper. Yeah, what really, really was. They were like super accommodated. Oh, it's not the right word. Accommodating. 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 Um. Yeah, it was just when I was like, "Could you do me a favor?" And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, 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 I'll do that favor." Yeah, so yeah. We've got to do that for you before, yeah. And I assume Fia's already written on the florist review site that she only had one sausage. Yeah, she has, yeah. Yeah. Raging. Raging she was. Just the kitchen, like, there's been a plate of sausages on the side for ages. What's (laughs) happening here? (laughs) Who's ordered just a sausage here? What's going on? What the hell? Yeah. Um, Which is the only thing, because it's only, yeah, if you haven't got kids, it'll be fine. Um, But yeah, there you go. And the wedding was... Delightful and yeah, don't feel any difference, unfortunately. Yeah, no, I might have to get a tattoo instead of my ring because my rings you could get a tattoo on your neck like the men's Royal Rumble winner. I could do that's what I'm thinking. He's my favorite wrestler. Yeah, uh, I don't, I think I want to anchor. Is that weird? I think I want to anchor on my finger. I think it's weighing me down. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know why I want to anchor? And I don't know why this is. Do you know why it's got one? Oh, uh, here we go. Okay. You're picturing yourself for the Cinnamon Crunch Toast match. Yeah, man, that's it. Anyway, let's get into this. Give me a... Let's let's do what we do. Give me um three words that would describe the Royal Rumble. Adam. Good in... Parts. Ooh, okay. Callum? Sammy is Usi. Ooh, nice. Um, I would say boo, 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 boo. a bit mid. <laughs> 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 I 
just a yeah. I don't know. It was just it was good. I was just expecting more. I think I thought the booking was weird. Yeah, we're getting. And I think even WWE thought their own booking was weird when they put that promo package together at the end when they were like. Yeah, we'll stick the men's rumble stuff towards the back of the promo package, even though it happened first. Like, why did mm-hmm. you put it that way then? Yeah, it was a bit of a bit of a odd. Uh, yeah, so I, it was, yeah, so I, um, it was good, and it, the end very much saved it. But yeah, for as a as a pay per view, but for rumble matches, I'm not so sure. Mm. I think I understand why they did certain things. Like every time I sort of disagreed with a decision, I then sort of had another thing in my head go, but they've probably done it because of this. So, like, for example, having Cody still be number 30, but then announcing beforehand so we knew who number 30 was going to be by that point, I was a bit like, oh, well, they should have just left it as a surprise. But then I thought, well, actually, if it was a surprise and we genuinely didn't know who number 30 was, People might have expected The Rock, yeah, and then mm-hmm. it be Cody might have then led him to get in the Rey Mysterio booze from two thousand and fourteen, yeah. you know, fifteen, whenever it was, um, and then what was the other one? Like if it did done, um, Kevin and Roman any earlier in the night than they did, like it would have just killed the crowd. I think, yeah, mm. um, that had to be the main event. I think, even if. And I think they wanted to, it's kind of bookending, I suppose. That's where my head went, because obviously when I found out that that was the main event, which it always should be, even in a Rumble, I think. Mm. Um, I think the men's Royal Rumble is like, that went on first, so Cody does the thing, and it's like, right, so we know who's next. But like, in a, in a booking thing, which is what you want, I suppose it's like, well, Kevin Owens could win. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, we know who's going to WrestleMania, but who's he facing? And yeah. then they've done a counter that way, where it's like, they're not dead close to you. It's not like Cody's won the Royal Rumble, and then he's walking down the aisle, and Kevin Owens walks past him. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not one of them situations that's... I, I get that, who can in it either way. But, as you say, you couldn't have... I don't think you could have had the title match on before, do what they did after it, and then have a Royal Rumble. Yeah, it just wouldn't. It just mm. wouldn't work. It felt very final. Like this is, this is the end. I'm going into something. Do you know what I mean? Like the next chapter of the bloodline, if you like. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, let's get into it. Let's do it. Um, have you got the match cards? There's only about three matches, isn't it? Four matches. Um, I don't. Oh, go on then, Cal. Yeah, I'm actually prepared for once. Wow. Uh, so the first match was the Men's Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. And Gunter and Sheamus were entrant one and two. Mm-hmm. I mean, Gunter's run in that match, sublime. Yeah. Like, I must admit, part of me was like, am I okay with the fact that he's broken Ray's record? Yeah. You yeah. know? Um it makes sense as well that he came in first, obviously, to do it. Um, mm. I was very surprised that it came down to Gunther and Cordy. And I, right. I didn't imagine them being the final two. Mm. Um, but and I was very, very happy with his performance, very happy with the way that he was booked in that match. Um, 
I think that's very much a Triple H button. Like, yeah. I, yeah, I know yeah. that's obviously it is, but if Vince was still in charge and still booking and still doing his thing, Gunther would never, ever, ever have got that, like, done that, ever. Like, or out of doubt, they'd just be, there'd be no way he'd be in and out within 10 minutes. Yeah, he'd probably been, he could have been at number one still, but then been chucked out by Brock, like, yeah, halfway through. Yeah, it wouldn't have, uh, it wouldn't have happened. I don't know, I think, like, the thing that annoys me about the Royal Rumble, not annoys me, annoyed me about this Royal Rumble, was that <laughs> there was, um, there was a, a thing going around that Triple H had said they announced Cody because there was sufficient surprises elsewhere. Hmm. Which makes you think these these people coming out who you're not gonna know and you're not gonna expect blah blah blah. That didn't really happen. Like no. no. Say Booker was the only one who was like re- realistically like, wow. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that, yeah. there wasn't anybody else in there. Like I wasn't expecting the Brock. I wasn't really expecting Randy Orton. I'll be honest with you. Um yeah, I don't I don't know. It's like I would have liked somebody like last year they did Mickey James. I would have liked somebody like a forbidden door type situation. Um which I hate that that's now the go to saying. I know you just like firing me, but whatever. Um that would have been nice to have somebody who like just a one off. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Well, yeah. I don't know. I don't know who you'd have. That's the only thing. Like yeah. I feel like if, if you did, it'd end up being probably an impact again, but mm. somebody who's got quite significant ties with WWE. So maybe like a, a Rhino or a Heath Slayer or something like that, you know? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. See, the thing that sort of annoyed me slightly is the fact that they announced 27 competitors. Mm. Yeah. So they, like, literally by. Saturday evening, there's only like 18 or 19 confirmed. And then within the next few hours, they named a good chunk of the of the field. Yeah. You know, so you're left there with only like two or three supposed surprise entrants. Yeah. You know, so I, I much prefer a situation where you maybe got like 20 out of 30 announced. Yeah. And then you're sort of whistling down who the final 10 could be. Yeah. It's, it's weird because I think when that happened, when they announced so many... You do get to the point, especially in the later parts of the rumble, like I was doing, where I was thinking, right, there's five left. That guy is coming. That guy is yeah, coming. That guy is coming. Yeah. yeah. But then I think if if you left it wide open to where maybe ten people announced beforehand, and then the mm-hmm. other twenty weren't announced, that like when somebody like apologies to them, when somebody like an Otis rocks up, I then go, oh, mm-hmm. you know. So I don't know which I prefer. It's weird. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's kind of like everyone everyone deserves a payday, but you want every person to be like that like surprise or shock or and it's like yeah. And that Edge, can't happen, can it, you know? No. Like even Edge was kind of like, yeah, that's obvious. Yeah, yeah, I think we were all expecting Edge, weren't we? Yeah. Yeah. Somebody like like somebody who isn't a even like an RVD, someone like that, you know what I mean? Somebody who's being about, but isn't about, isn't necessarily mm. sad to somebody mm. just to show up and like do his thing. It's like a nice little... But I suppose you got that with Booker. 
Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It was one of them. And I think, yeah, I think it was as soon as they announced Cody and it, they sort of did this thing where it was like his role to recovery type thing. Mm. It was just like, yeah, he's winning. Like, there's no, yeah. no doubt about it that he's winning. Like, I mean, it's Booker's looking his edge, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's cut his hair since like 2002, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he joins WWE in the invasion and then thought, you know what, I'm just not going to cut my hair. His hair's yeah. like longer than Bianca Belair's. What the hell, man? Mad. But yeah, um, Cody deserved the win. Yeah. yeah. He's he's like the top baby face, isn't he? Like, yeah. Number one baby face. I think it's one of them as well, which is nice about. I think I've actually said this before, but there's a lot of like talk a lot of times about when somebody gets released or asks for the release or whatever it may be. And you always get wrestlers or Triple H or whatever saying like, go away and like hone your craft and come back. Mm-hmm. And it's always like, it's, it's a shitty thing to say. Do you know what I mean? It's like, you're not going to thingy. Um, and then that's exactly what Cody Rhodes did. Cody Rhodes yeah. was... Even even on Raw, I don't know if you heard this promo on Raw afterwards, he wouldn't even say Goldust. Hey, he wouldn't yeah. even say Stardust. Mm-hmm. Like he was like to the oh, I can't remember what he called it, but he was like, yeah, like you know, more face paint or something. Yeah, yeah. Um less than. So it was like, yeah, and then I had to like it was talking about talking talking to his nineteen year old self. And he was like, Yeah, um, if I would have known that, I wouldn't be world champ or like I'd be I'd have a mask or I'd mm-hmm. uh, call myself dashing and be giving beauty tips or I'd restore the, the Intercontinental title to its former glory or all these things that he's done. And then he was like, oh, I'd have to um, paint my face and be less than. And then I'd have mm-hmm. to leave. And then I'd have to concentrate on um, like building the the business and like putting making the business healthy again to get back here. Is kind of all of these things that he's done, you kind of like he's done exactly what they say you should do. Like, okay, I'm gonna go away and I'm gonna prove to you that I am something and I am a big deal. And he did, he, he went yeah. away and he did this thing and he, he became and there's, ca- there's not many that do, not at all. Drew really and Cody, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's scary for me that, that Cody's only 37, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've sort of followed all of his career. Yeah, yeah, because he debuted in around 07, late 07. Mm-hmm. And as I think, God, I've been watching this now for 16 years, and he has been wrestling for that amount of time, and yet he still feels new. Yeah, I think this it's a weird one because this is like it's a different Cody, isn't it? It's not yeah. like, yeah, it's not. I remember seeing you know when he first debuted <laughs> and he was so skinny, you know. And it was, I just thought, like, this guy doesn't look like a wrestler. And then he was tag teaming with Hardcore Holly. And then I would say the dashing stuff and the, the sort of the undashing, you know. And then his run as Intercontinental Champion, I really enjoyed when he brought back the white belt. Yeah. Um, and then that was sort of the time where you were almost thinking, like, is he going to end up getting money in the bank? But then he fell into Road Scholars. Um, you know, he then had the, or maybe just before this, he had the the tag team one with Gold Dust, you know, and then eventually when you end up with Stardust, you're like, what's happened here, you know? Yeah. 
Um, and then seeing everything that he did with, you know, ROH and Impact and the brief stints that he had over here. Um, and then, you know, the AEW run. I think the AEW one was a sort of solidifier of this is who he is now. Let's get this on a bigger stage so that people are more aware of who the American Nightmare is. And then that re-debut at Mania last year was like people going, we know this instantly. We recognise this music. We know, yeah. you know, we know the logo. We know everything about this. Um, and I'm, I am glad that they've been able to keep his presentation. And as well, his modelling the new 2K game looks phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's one of them, like, he's it, he's sort of, yeah, he, he went away and proved himself to be a bigger deal than they've seen him to be. And as you say, it's very, very, very rare that that happens. Um, and I think it's one of them where you kind of, he kind of proved a lot of things other than proving to WWE, which I don't know if was really the, the goal or the end, or like, I don't think he was sitting in AEW as an EVP and being like, I'm going back to the WWE when it was getting set up. I don't think that was a thing, but I think it was just on a, he was on this journey of like, right, I'm doing this, I'm putting everything into it, and I'm going to make a living outside of WWE. And he did, like, and it's one of them where it's like, I know a lot of times when people got released, it's like, you can be released and you can become something on your own. I think Matt Cardona's in the middle of it now. Like, that's yeah, what he's doing. I, like, I think he, he'll be the next one. Yeah, but it's like, there's a lot of people who got released and it's like, you're probably never going to see them again. But if you think about it, Zach Ryder got released and was, wasn't like a, a main attraction. He was Zach Ryder. Like, Cody Rhodes was stardust. Like, he was the, at the lowest point of probably in his career to be, like, anything worthwhile. And he couldn't be further away from being a world champ when he got released. Do you know what I mean? Drew McIntyre's the same. It was, like, one-man band or three-man band. Like, he got released, and he was, like, prob- you would never think he'd be world champ. But he went away and did his thing and changed his look and changed what people thought of him and the way people perceived him to the point where it's, like, he can come back and be, be this world champ like contender, and that's what Cody's done. Like, there's no that in itself is like, yeah, you deserve to be where you are. Like, it, it's a it's kind of one of them where you sort of like, I don't know, like when Tucker got released, like, you kind of like, no great loss. But if you wanted to, like, and he wanted to, you could change your ears and change your look, like, and change mm-hmm. the perception. Again, it would probably be harder or whatever because obviously he hasn't got that name, but it's doable because Cody shows it. Do you know what There's I mean? There's a few, like, you know, like you're saying about a Tucker where you read that someone's got released and you kind of just go, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, when the Forgotten Sons got released, it was a bit like, oh, okay. But Steve Macklin now, yeah. like... He's, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if in a year's time it was like, oh, there's interest from WWE or there's mm. interest from wherever. It's that idea of, again, you just, you're going to go and you're going to take all these different open doors yeah. and just try and change yourself and try and change the sort of, because like, then you think of someone like Ryback, 
you know, and this is where we get blocked on Twitter and all that kind of stuff. But, um, like, he was massive in WWE. He, like, the certain points in his career where we were led to believe that he could dethrone a champion and that yeah. he was the next big thing and all that kind of stuff. And then certain points in his career were his tag team with Curtis Axel and they're on main event and all that kind of stuff. But then he leaves and you just think, surely he's just going to end up being world champion somewhere else. And mm. maybe that's cynical to think from like our time of watching TNA where anyone who was just on that precipice in WWE who then left would then become world champion in TNA. So your yeah. people like your rhinos, your Christians and things like that. But then he then didn't do anything and still isn't doing anything. Hmm. And it's like you begin to wonder then of like how much people can survive sort of outside of the WWE machine. Ryder's yeah. really interesting because he was there for so long and you kind of think that maybe you sort of would have fallen into it and maybe laxed a little bit. But the fact that he's grafted to get to where he is hmm. on the indies... I am intrigued to see if Matt Cardona does actually make his way back. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing as well. It's like Cody Rhodes went away and co- stayed Cody Rhodes. Well, he was Cody, but yeah. stayed Cody Rhodes. Like, Zach Ryder and Matt Cardona. If you're not a... If you're, you only watch WWE and you've seen this, Matt Cardona winning eight titles and being world champion all these different places, you'd be like, no. Like the, yeah. it doesn't even look like like you wouldn't think. Oh, that's that either. If you didn't know, do you know what I mean? So he's he's carted out on his own, being himself. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, man. It's I, I'm. I think that's why I'm such a big fan of Cody Rhodes. To be honest with you, because it's like you yeah. kind of done it on his own terms. Like he asked to leave, so he left. He went away, and he 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 went to all these companies. He was he was in Japan. He was. Like he literally did hone his craft, like, and he came back and he's a completely different person. Do you know what I mean? He's not this skinny kid anymore. And I, I think if me, me head goes to if they don't have Cody beat Reigns, I don't know who they're gonna have to beat Reigns. Yeah, yeah. like I think Cody almost has to be the one to beat Reigns. Yeah, like I think, and I think. The storyline that they're going to go with, the fact that he wrestled in a Hell in a Cell match with a torn pec, lends itself to the fact that he's like, I will not quit. Like, it's not happening. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, he will take everything that Reigns has got to give him and more. And then he's like, just when you think it's over, that's when he'll do his thing and it'll be like the, rege- the redemption story of the thingy, but I, I, I don't know. It's one of them where it's like they've got to this point now where it's sort of he has to lose the title. Like, he has to. But is he going to pull the yeah. trigger? Like, having a different champ after nearly three years is a bit a bit worrying. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's gonna be weird to think of what they do with Reigns. Yeah, you know, like do you do you forever keep him in that picture? But like, who would be his first feud outside of a world title? Like that's. But he's he's part time, isn't he? So his next feud, yeah, 
Yeah. I could see him going away after Mania. Assuming he loses the titles, he might just yeah. be off screen for a few months. But then you end up naturally doing Cody Roman to SummerSlam because he pops back up again. Yeah. Um, yeah. Was there any like spots in the Rumble that you enjoyed? I mean, do we just get the elephant out of the room now and talk about Ricochet and Logan Paul? Oh my god! Um, yeah. Like it genuinely, like me and Amy both went, "Oh my god!" Like, yeah. Um. Well, the one I mentioned to Callum off podcast was, uh, you know, when Lesnar had his little bit of a of an unscripted freak out, which seems to have been <laughs> the way that it's gone this week. Um, yeah. When he eliminated Santos Escobar, the sound that Santos's oh, back so made bad. off that apron. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. God! I mean, no one's talking about this because everyone's talking about the ref that Lesnar hoofed over into the crowd. Who then? Uh, I mean, that wasn't back. meant to be a thing, was it? No, because he was supposed to be the one that held Cody Rhodes' hand up at the end of the Rumble. Ah, oh. <laughs> oh, right. so he didn't even get his Rumble moment <laughs> because Lesnar scuppered it. He didn't get his Rumble moment. That's what he <laughs> Jesus, um, but yeah, it was the Santa. It was the sound of his back hitting the top of that apron. I was just like, oh yeah. my god! It wasn't a. Um, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. It yeah, wasn't a good thing. No. I'll be honest. Well, um, yeah, I think that was good. The the cold, uh, the Kofi thing needs to be bailed. I'll be honest. I I mean, I felt so sorry for him. Yeah, because I was like, not again, not again. Like Xavier Woods was doing everything he possibly could do to make sure that that chair was in the right spot. <laughs> Just even Cole was like, "Wait, did his feet hit the floor?" He was like, he's got one foot on the chair. How's he going to do that? Like, you're trying here. You're trying. Um, Yeah, that's what happens when you steal John Morrison's spot, I guess. Oh. I mean, I don't know. It's one of them. It looked brutal and it looked like he banged his head. So I don't like that. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It looked like he kind of flipped the chair a little bit, though. Like, I don't know if it was like his momentum or he tried to do it. But I don't really know what he was going for. I would yeah. imagine that he was hitting the chair. Was he going to try and like just land on the chair and then just lay on the chair for a few minutes? Because we've seen him Paul go stick the chair, haven't we? Before, yeah. You know. Yeah. I don't know. Unless he was going to hit the chair and then maybe Woods just sort of pick him up Rolled and put him back, back in. Yeah. yeah. I don't but, know. Uh, Absolutely old. bailing it and just hitting his face against the table. I was like, maybe he was in the air and just thought, I can't be bothered thinking of these anymore. So, <laughs> at which point do you capture him going, Oh shit, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm messing up. There's got to be a point though where it's like, We're going to do this spot. Like, if it goes wrong, you don't have anything necessarily important to do in the Rumble after this. Yeah, point. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, there's got to be a thing where it's like, this might not work. So because apparently you... last year there were some spots that they missed with Big E because it fluffed it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I do remember that, yeah. I remember yeah. there was some bits where... <laughs> Like, how they expected him to sort of land and just sort of stay there? Because, like... <laughs> again, I know Jomo had done it. Yeah. He'd done that one before, but... But I don't know what he's only done. I think he did two or three. Maybe two. 
2011 was when it started. Yeah. Because mm. that was when he was Pac or John Morrison. Yeah, so we got knocked off and then he like spied the monkeys onto the... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Onto the thing. But then, I'm sure Kofi started to do that on his feet at the floor. Yeah, that was the one last year. Kofi that tried that one last year. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was the same as what John Morrison yeah. did. Like I mean, to... it's because he's got a pigeon chest. Like this chest yeah. is just completely ironing board flat. Like helping <laughs> him sort of hang on there. Yeah. That's it. So I mean, some still John Morrison spot maybe you know what I mean? So, yeah. You know. Well, so maybe. Um I haven't worked out the average, but would you like to know our um our scores on the doors? Go on. So yeah. uh, out of five. We, um, me and Adam rated this four out of five, and Callum rated it four and a half out of five. I don't know how to work out the average. So what, what is it? Too Adam's, generous, man. That's 12 and a half out of 15. So, what would it be? Would it be it, four? It, it'd be like 4.1666 recurring. Wow, okay, nice. Okay. I think I probably gave it. Were you watching it live as well, Ty? The I was. Yes. See, I probably gave it more because of the live experience and the fact yeah. that it was on first. So yeah. it sort of made you, you know, ready for the pay per view. Like, oh, the men's rumble's kicking off. This is good. Yeah. And you know, one thing that I'll also add is like the the, the Sheamus Drew partnership. Um, the uh, <laughs> what sort of matches do they have? Bangers and what are me and you, Colin and McAfee. <laughs> and um, I was so expecting your typical oh no Drew's just chucked Seamus out the rumble it was really refreshing that they actually teamed up throughout it so it was a case of if Seamus was about to be eliminated Drew would go and rescue him and, and vice versa and in the end it was Gunter that eliminated both of them because they were trying to save each other yeah I think that's going to lead into um, Mania yeah and I see Mania triple threat Maybe. Um, so yeah, I uh, yeah, <clears throat> I I watched it live, and I pro- I'll say this: I was more awake watching this, watching the Royal Rumble than I was watching the main event. So yeah, like by the main event, I was like, oh my god, what the hell? I like proper squinty eye. Um, but I was tweeting through. I kind of like I stay awake a little bit when I'm tweeting through it. Like I stay like so I like. But um, yeah, my favorite tweet I sent um after this Royal Rumble was get ready to uh, what on the roads to WrestleMania about sixteen times a week because I'm 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 assuming that's what they're gonna do the roads to WrestleMania like the roads are paved with gold anything that works with roads and works with roads they're gonna go with you know what I mean like. WrestleMania, like Roman Reigns. You wait for the advert where you know they parody a couple of films, and like Roman Reigns is going to be stood there with Paul Heyman, right? And he's going to go roads. Where we're going, we don't need roads. <laughs> I think of the uh, Bob, Bob Hope, Bing Crosby films, and this probably shows how old I am. Um, well, you know, going to have like, <laughs> like Road to Rio. It's going to be Road to Hollywood, or. Yeah. That's road a, to SoFi, and you're going to have Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns be Bob Hope and, <laughs> and the other one. 
I hope they do do that though. I hope they do do the sailors like they did uh, twenty one. Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were so good. Like I remember having the DVD and it had all the uh, it had literally all it was like an hour long of all the adverts and it had all like outtakes and stuff like that. And yeah. when Batista did the um, you talking to me from Taxi Driver, everybody did it. Literally, there was like a, there's a video. I don't know if it's on YouTube. I'll look, but at the time, they were like literally everyone who was doing. It. I think they showed little ones because they showed like the big show doing it on like ripping the jacket, and then um like some of the else saying so. Even like Stacey Keebler doing it, and like it, yeah, it was it was it was funny. Like I remember the big show because he kind of like he turns his arm, doesn't he? And yeah, he just yeah. goes straight away. Yeah. As well, I'll have to I'll try and find it because it'll be. Yeah. On but it was the whole thing that, like, on the DVD, that bit, I think it was about 50 minutes long because it had all the other, because it had, like, they did that, they did Braveheart, um, they did uh, Basic Instinct or something, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. They did when Harry Met Sally. Yeah, there was a Pulp Fiction one that Eddie and Booker did, yeah. Um, yeah, man, they were loads of them. Like, I'd, I'd absolutely love it if they did that again. Like, it'd be so good. But, like, just... Yeah, to do that. Rick Flair wooing and then falling off the horse and getting his foot stuck. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, man. Funny. Within fifty takes, and that one's the best one. Come <laughs> 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 on. Oh. Um. So yeah, that I. Yeah, it was. A, it wasn't the best Royal Rumble, but it wasn't the worst. Best it definitely wasn't last the worst. Know what I mean? Definitely was better than last year's. Um, we've got the slightly dark match as a the slightly dark match. Mount Dew pitch black. Mountain yeah. Dew slightly dark. Um, what what are your what are your thoughts on this? What a I waste of time! Passed, eh? What the... a waste of time! <laughs> I liked it, you know. Oh, whatever. I paused it because I was doing my pizza. Okay. So that. <laughs> 2.30, after the men's rumble is finished, I thought, yeah, I think I'll have that pizza that I bought. So I just put it in the oven. I'll make sure I pause the pay-per-view just so I don't miss the next match. And I pause it. It's like, okay, what's the next match? Oh, why did I pause it then? Yeah. And honestly, I was too busy eating my barbecue chicken pizza to really watch this match. The only thing <laughs> I remember was Uncle Howdy diving off something and missing. Yeah, they were miles off. But, you know, I... What a waste. I didn't, I didn't dislike, right, I didn't like it, I didn't dislike it, I get why people are like, what the hell, but the idea of the black light and Bray's paint on his face and his arms and the way it looks, um, LA Knight's fluorescent shorts were cool, the ropes being like neon and all that. I liked all that. Like it was cool. It looked the idea of it and the look of it was cool. The execution was less so. It's but, it was the it was the right match for Bray Wyatt because it was style of a substance. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's one of them. I yeah. wonder with Bray you can just do you should just do cinematic matches with him. You know, don't do it in front of a live audience because it just doesn't click with all the different lighting and just keep it to like a funhouse style match. Mm. It's a weird one though because it's like 
I think they've set up this weird president of like it needs to be a weird match. Where now he's just Bray Wyatt. So essentially he could just be Bray Wyatt. Yeah. He doesn't have to be this weird quirky fiend or like he's this the Bray Wyatt he's being, he's getting he's talking to people like he's an actual person. He's just got these demon things around him and Uncle Howie does whatever he wants to do and all that stuff. But Bray Wyatt himself could have a match. All that stuff could just happen after. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I, th- I think we need to go back to seeing them in like normal style matches, you know. Well, yeah. I don't know. Well, this was given. Um, you give it one. Callum give it one point five, and I give it one point five. So it's not. It was. It wasn't. I think that. my my one came from the fact that Bray looked good <laughs> with the face paint on. He looked boss. Like he looked proper cool. Even I, I, I enjoyed that it. random thing that they tried to put in where it was like those little like LED ball things that just kept appearing from nowhere. Yeah. Like it was just like, why why have you bothered? What's that? Well, about? they was all on the table, weren't they? That's what it was. Yeah. was the... But I mean, I said to Amy, I said, like, they should have just done what like Coldplay do where they give everyone in the crowd like a wristband that at that point starts going up and then it's like, you yeah. know, yeah. rave time. <laughs> to be fair, I only read that when that when he hit the table and he went through and all them like things was like like um what was funny is I read the tweet while it happened and someone said um that's what happens to you inside when you drink Mountain Dew. Um which I thought was quite funny. <laughs> it's like but I thought imagine the brothels in the table spots going wrong and all them bastards coming out. Like because he threw the stairs the table. Imagine that. Like he threw the t- stairs and then all these all these mad balls just come out of the place. Like, <laughs> what's happened? Like, yeah, that's the first thing I thought. Um, yeah, it was it was what it was. It was it wasn't bad. It wasn't I mean it was bad, but it wasn't good. But it wasn't as bad as people say. Do you know what I mean? And um, yeah, the idea of a what is it? Cinnamon fruit toasty cereal or something? Cinnamon. Toast crunch. Crunch, toast crunch. Yeah. Me and Cal were trying to figure out what it's going to be. Yeah. A street fight. Cereal eating contest. Yeah. Maybe. But I was saying, and Ty, you might remember this. Um, Mania 18, Edge and Booker T, the whole feud and the match was about the fact that one of them got a shampoo commercial. Do you remember this, yeah? So, like, it might just be that it's Whoever wins is the new face of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Right. You know, but they've already they've already sort of filmed the advert, you know, so they already know who it's gonna be. <laughs> you know. On the That's the scene of theory match at Mania. Yeah. Because he's yeah. he's lost his deal his deal with Fruity Pebbles, so he's uh, Yeah. <laughs> mad. To be fair, more than Cinnamon Toast Crunch. <clears throat> <laughs> he only got the Fruity Pebbles gig because of The Rock, didn't he? I know. I know. <laughs> Which is insane. Absolute cashing of like, you look like a bowl of Fruity Pebbles. Yeah. Try some Fruity Pebbles. <laughs> yeah. Fruity Pebbles have been like, hang on a minute. Seeing it does yeah. look like, what? Hang on a second. Yeah. He has different coloured t-shirts. Yeah. So, um, 
Yeah, I don't know where they're going, where they're going to go with the Bray Wyatt thing or what's going to happen. But people were assuming we're getting Wyatt and Howie <clears throat> at Mania. Why? I do not give a flying Faduka what happens here. He's just he did he he jumped on LA Knight. He didn't. Um, and all of all the funhouse guy with Pete Cash were there as well, weren't they again? Yeah. Hmm. I don't. I love Bray Wyatt, but I don't think he needs all this garbage. He doesn't. I love but he's been back for about six months, and that was his first televised match. Yeah. yeah. He just needs to go back to being Swamp King, doesn't he? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I don't know what I don't know what to call it. Whale and Mercy. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Um Bianca and Alexa Bliss. I mean that says it all. No words, just a shrug. But like <clears throat> I'm not asked about Alexa doing this stuff with Bray. Yeah, it's a man. Like, where does I mean, that I, fit now? I wrote a few things down about some of the matches, and about this, I put how much I enjoyed Alexa when she was paired with Nikki about two to three years ago, and then what we saw with with Asuka last year, it felt natural. You know, it felt like this was Alexa. You know, the stuff where she was like paying attention to Nikki backstage, and it was like, wait, you actually saw me, and. That felt like it worked. And what she's now doing again with Bray just doesn't. Like, it took them best part of a year to get over the the Fiend stuff with Alexa. And now they're just going straight back to, oh, now that Bray's back, we've got to pair them up again. And it just, it didn't really feel like it worked last time. Like, you had her firing an extinguisher at Randy Orton. I remember we were talking about it last time when we were in the middle of it. And, um, and I was like, they basically booked themselves into a corner because it's like, mm. this all makes sense. But with someone like Bray Wyatt, there's always something going on. There's always something else happening. There's always like, he can like twist and turn and change and do his thing because that's, you expect it. And that's, I suppose, a given to a point. Someone with Alexa's like, it works. But if you make such a drastic turn, to a gimmick, where's it end? Like, it doesn't she's she hasn't come into the WWE if you like being that person who's sort of a bit nuts and a bit weird and a bit crazy and a bit this and a bit that. So, to have her do this is like it's impossible to bring her back, and then they've kind of done it to a point where it, it's starting to make sense where she's just Alexa again, hmm. and then they've gone. I'll actually want to do this again. And it's just like, why? Like, why? Why? Like, I just, that's the thing I don't get. Is that it's like, they're not together. They're not, like, it's not enhancing Alexa's gimmick anyway. Like, they didn't need to do that to turn a heel. It's just, it's, yeah, it's just a bit of a, a bit of a letdown, to be honest. But the match was good. Like, I enjoyed watching. Alexa and um, Bianca. Sorry, there is nothing for me to resume. Don't say the A word. There's nothing for her to resume. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I think that's like the match was good, but 
all the pack around it wasn't needed. You know what I mean? So, but yeah, I think I was just waiting for the Uncle Howdy appearance. So similar yeah, to like yeah. the, the the Bray LA Night match, you had the shadow of Uncle Howdy over those two matches. And when you're not that interested in that storyline or that character, you immediately sort of switch off as soon as you see what match is coming up next because you're almost predicting the finish before before the bell's even rung to start the match. Yeah. It is a it is a bit of a shame that it's kind of like that. You're not kind of invested in the match. You know, you're sort of like waiting for the next thing to happen. Do you know what I mean? Um, and I've been saying for months, Bianca Belair is going to still be the champ at WrestleMania in the usual way. Uh, I think we agreed that she'll still be the champ at Mania. I think you said next year's WrestleMania. Yeah, I said that last year. Oh, all right then. It's not going to be the champ for two years. Right, well, well, uh, well, Roman Reigns has been. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I assumed that she'd be facing Rhea. But then, for some reason, Rhea's decided to wind me up and pick Charlotte. What a bitch. You know, what a bitch. What a bitch. Um, Which, we... when we get to the Women's Rumble, Shabaykel. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Um, we all give this... Two and a half stars, or two and a half out of five. It was all right. It was mid. <laughs> it was mid. It was bet midler, is what it was. <laughs> it was bet midler. That's funny. Um, the women's rumble. I I said this to Callum before. There was a point where I was just getting a little bit bored towards the end. Because I felt like I knew where they were going with it. And there was a lot of sort of filler spots. Mm. Um, this stupid idea that Lacey Evans is going to win the Rumble with a Cobra Clutch. Like, what's that about? Mm. Like, and then she does it to one person. She does it to Lena Vega and that's it. Like, who cares? Who's bothered? <laughs> who cares? Um, I must admit, I was, I, was, I was quaking in my boots when I saw that Rhea was number one. And then mm. I was a bit like, oh, no, they're going to do that because they've not had a women win from number yeah. one yet. So, yeah, they'll yeah. do that. Um, and again, I like the sort of the idea of, of one and two being in there for a while and all that kind of stuff. Um, I'm racking my brain to try and think of a particular spot that I enjoyed in this match. Can't really think of one. Um, yeah, it was kind of like a bit formulaic. Wasn't it? Yeah. Out in Nijax. She botched her own entrance. This was so awkward to watch because it the counter has started 10, 9, and then Nia's music hits. Yeah. And as she walks out, you still get the klaxon as she walks out. I reckon, I do wonder what happened there. And I, the only thing I can think of is that she's already either walked out or, you know, she's just gone too early and someone's just gone, quick, play music. 
So mm. I think it was just a, I think it was an inside joke because she was known for botching so often. <laughs> I think it was great that they just botched her. <laughs> just that day where like everyone in creative is like, don't let on, don't let on that we're doing this. Yeah, we've invited Naya back, but we've got a reason why. It's a big rib. Just don't tell her. Don't, <laughs> don't anyone mention it to her. And then like she's like ready, ready herself up. Ten, nine. I'm not like most. What now? Now, <laughs> oh, right. I think it was just the music that that screwed up. I don't think it was. I don't think it was here. I think they just did the music too soon. Like I don't even even... done sort of sat there at me on side. Oh, I want the I want the Hardy concert. Yeah. Five, five seconds earlier. That's it. Um, I, yeah, that fake pyro is scheduled for a certain time, but <laughs> we're gonna miss it. Um, do you think that that's what we're gonna see on SmackDown? Oh, I mean, even even Amy, because like, Amy watches the Rumble with me, right? And like, she's not into it that much. But as soon as she saw it, she was like, "Why have they done that? Why have they brought her back?" Yeah, because Amy used to watch Total Divas, right? Yeah. And she was just like, "She's just a cock. Why have they brought her?" <laughs> she's just not a nice person. <laughs> I don't think she is, to be fair. Um. And Chelsea Green. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think there was a lot of people who were like, oh my God, she's out instantly. But then she's doing this Karen character, isn't she? Yeah. You know. So. Well, like, Karen say to Adam is... Pearce on Raw. Yeah. <laughs> he's Karen the manager. Like, um, he's the manager, yeah. He was like, um, yeah, you're only back, like, so like 10 seconds or something like that and you're already breaking records I was like that's quite clever like when Corey Graves said well she's out I couldn't even make a joke about her his her husband <laughs> yeah yeah I didn't have a time to, to mention yeah. her husband yeah apparently not to like go back right to the start but no one knew um, that McAfee was going to be there like, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. no one has a clue apparently like, his plane landed 20 minutes before he came out oh I thought he was a number one entrance. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, we're gonna have the men's rumble first and then his music hit. But yeah. He um yeah, he, when he came out, it was like Cole was like, What? What's going on? Like what I was like, I FaceTimed him today. Like and then he got on the thing, he got on the mic and he proper hugged because you can tell like the proper mates. And um I don't know if you said, but like Cole was like um it was like I was I was like I FaceTimed you today. Like, you didn't even mention anything. And uh, Pat McAfee was like, yeah, yeah, I'll lie to your face on more than one occasion. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like, oh, oh my God, I'm not doing this, I'm doing that, you know what I mean? Like, so he must have been, obviously they talk a lot. Um, and he's just like, yeah, I hasn't let on, hasn't said anything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Cole's, like, that was a nice little touch. Yeah. So I like, lose his head a little bit, that was nice. Um. Well, yeah, come to the boys, um, uh, what was we talking about? Yeah, Rhea, Rhea being one and, and doing it all. We good, we happy. Yeah, yeah. Say he was gonna win. Right person winning, yeah, man. She's just a delight, isn't she? She's just an absolute, yeah. Delight. I mean, as soon as she came out and I noticed what she was wearing, I said to Amy, I said, She knows exactly what she's doing. And Amy was like, Does she? And I was like, Yeah, like she's a, she's a thirst trap. Like she's waiting for all these messages from these blokes. Well, like the the shorts are one thing that got everyone kicking off in the first place, right? But the way that she's wearing that top specifically, she knows what she's doing. Yeah, all day. 
Like, yeah. It's why, like, it's, yeah. I was like, I say it all the time. Um, because like I'm like, ah, oh, I love, I love Rhea Ripley. Um, and Rachel's just like, do you like, do you like love her? Like, she's a good wrestler, and you're like, oh, you just think she's like, she's fine. And I was like, I think both, to be honest. Like, I never really like saw it before, but they sort of had an hour, and I'm like, yeah, man. Um, but every time. Um, the Miz comes out. Rach is like, she's he's got the hottest wife in the world. Like, what the hell? Like, literally the hottest wife in the world. Like, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I would get nothing done if I was. <laughs> oh no, wait, sorry. I get one thing done. That was it. Um, <laughs> it's just insane. Like, how's your body? But yeah, I don't know what it is about Rhea at the minute. I think it's just because she's so like. Like the character's so developed, and she's like she knows where she is, and she's like kicking on every like on every yeah, level. Yeah. She's doing like super well, so it's one of them where it's like you can't help but take notice. And then yeah. the fact that she's like she's cool, she's funny, she's like she's hot. All these things is like she she should really be like I know she isn't yet, but it be in the face of the women's division. Isn't a bad pick, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it being like the top of the tower at some point because I think they're kind of like, as much as they've relied on it, I think they're slightly coming away from like the four horsemen yeah. and like trying to give, especially with Liv being in, in there so long and um, like Rhea being like so like predominant on the show but hasn't got a yeah. title, you yeah. know what I mean? All these things. Um, I think she is kind of like the building block for the next. It, like, it, it's weird because you're right in that we had this thing beforehand where it was like you had the women's champion and then you had the pick of the week for whoever was the, the, the contender at that point. And then they went, oh, we've got these women in NXT who can actually wrestle. So then they got the four horsewomen and they were sort of front and centre of everything. And then since then, we've had these people who are sort of naturally homegrown mm. coming up, showing that they can sort of roll with it and all that kind of stuff. So you're right in that. I think now we are moving away from that sort of, oh, there's just these women to yeah. now going, look at the stacked roster that we've got of really talented women who, yeah, we can build matches around. Like, again, me and Callum were talking before about what happens with like a Becky and a Bailey at Mania this year. You know, is it that the feud's going to carry on to Mania? And it would be interesting, I think, to have a featured women's match at Mania not being for a title. But then, is it that that feud's going to go that long? Because mm. my assumption now would be that Bianca's probably going to face Asuka at Mania, and it's going to be Rhea Charlotte. Um, are they going to do something for the tag titles with potentially big names in there? Like, you know, you have a damage control, but then what does Bailey then do? Um, I read I read last night that the plan for the women's tag titles is EO and Dakota versus Ronda and Shayna. Yeah, I read that somewhere. Um, I mean, I don't I mean, mind that. Whether you chuck, I don't know how you would do this, whether you chuck Bailey and Becky in as a tag team to make it a triple threat. Mm. But I mean... We're recording this. I know I was one beforehand of theme quizzes, so I won't say too much. <laughs> We're recording this on the fourth of February. 
And in two days' time, you've got Becky versus Bailey in a steel cage match. And now that for me feels more of a natural. This is the end of the feud match. Yeah. Because where do you go from a steel cage match? You know they've they've had various matches and the feud has gone on now for four or five months. Mm. But where do you go after this? And that's that's the question. Because I was really surprised with how short Becky was in this Rumble match for. And she yeah, was chucked out by yeah, just before Asuka entered almost. So I think it was yeah. around that sort of time. And she, for me, was like, oh, she's going to make the final six. Her and Bailey will be, you know, there towards the end. So once they'd gone, I was like thinking, well, this is quite interesting because all signs were pointing to Rhea winning anyway. But I still thought that Becky and Bailey would be there towards the end. So when Nia entered, there was like 11, 12 competitors left. And not, and Becky and Bailey were neither of those 12, which was a real surprise. I mean, you got your favourite Michelle McCall in the match, Ty. Hey. From the front row. I thought she was going to do a Kofi and fall off the barricade. <laughs> hey. Apparently that was because um, she didn't get invited to Raw 30. So, oh, really? Yeah, apparently, yeah. She didn't get, she didn't get invited, so... Somebody tweeted her and was like, um, why weren't you there? And she was like, didn't get the invite. Um, mm-hmm. up with WWE. And to like pave over the cracks, I suppose. Um right. and to make sure that the Undertaker wasn't mad. They were like, Hey, do you want a rumble spot? So that's what Taker whispered in, in Bray's ear. Michelle's in the rumble at 25. <laughs> <laughs> she goes over and he goes, Where's my wife? <laughs> <laughs> Why isn't she here? Uh, always like, I, I wondered why um, they didn't just have Undertaker in the crowd with her. Because like we've seen him back as badass now. We know that he's a normal man. Can we just yeah. get over this thing of like not yeah. seeing him in certain positions? Yeah. That sounded weird, but you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man, like... I, I... It was good that she was in. It w- I wouldn't have. I would have liked her not to be wrestling Uggs. That would have been good. Oh, whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah, it was at first. I feel like the women's rumble as a whole was better than the men's rumble. I would say. Um, Use of no. not. But... No. Well, actually, you. Oh, um... shut your face. <laughs> so we've got. <laughs> Used to with 3.5 and me with a four. What you've got for this, which you know, pretty evens, even Stevens. I mean, pretty fair. I think the idea of Rhea going coast to coast is always good. The idea yeah. of Liv being the second in and the last out, always good. Um. I mean, yeah, there wasn't a lot of. I mean, there was a, there was a lot of NXT people, but it's nice that they've got enough people on the roster that they don't need to call Trish or Victoria or people like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. It's nice that uh, it's nice to see them, and it's nice to like, hey, it's this that as hey, it's Stacey Keebler or whatever. Um, but it's also good to know that they've got thirty people or thirty women on the roster. Mm. That they can use, like it's not like like the first rumble was a I was a shit show because it was like, okay, we need thirty people, we've got twelve, all right, who are we phoning? <laughs> like that was it. So it was like 
it's nice that it's 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 bulked up to the point where it's like this makes sense now. This makes sense to have this. Do you know what I mean? So um and here we go. Reigns Owens. No, 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 no. You're missing the biggest segment of the night. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I mean you think about the greatest moments in music history, you know, the Beatles on the Ed Sullivan show. Obviously. Queen at Live Aid. Yeah, man. Woodstock and the B Sharps reuniting. This yeah. Hardy concert eclipsed all of those. <laughs> I was I mean, like Mr. Bean at 4.30. I had matchsticks on my eyes. I was thinking, okay, the main event's next. That's good. Ladies and gentlemen, Hardy. Really? <laughs> Matt, Jeff? Man, Jeff? What? I will say that I, I cannot sing and I do not... Talking sing. Hardy. Well, I do. <laughs> I will have to go back and watch this now. Like, I do not. Say was it that really bad. that bad? Yeah, yeah, it was awful. Wow, well, like, I was... skipped it because I was getting frustrated that I wasn't watching the rumble. Well, apparently, they didn't. They didn't like. We weren't very happy either. So, um, yeah, it was a bit. It was all country, and then it went all rock and roll. <laughs> rock and roll. I'm a little bit country. I'm a little bit rock and roll. Both man, it went a bit like shouty, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. It sort of started. <laughs> it was weird. It was like two so songs. Like like I got my tractor and then it goes. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then like three minutes in, it was just like, ah. <laughs> like it's like, dude, what are you doing? Like, what the hell? Yeah. He I bet Brock Lesnar was loving it though, weren't he? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, he um, yeah, he looked like he he was gonna do himself a mischief because he was out of shape. You know what I mean? Like he was gonna pull something. <laughs> like, it didn't. Oh god! It wasn't a good look at all. Like it was one of the things where you just like, come on, man, what are you like? This isn't working. This is it. Like, simply just to be sitting there thinking, I'm glad he's only doing one song. Like, Jesus, have a concert. Like, what the hell? But yeah. There you go. Weird. Weird one. Weird. Anyway, main events. Give me your thoughts. It was a good match. Okay, thanks for that. Took a minute. No, I'm I'm now just trying to find this hardy thing now because I'm just okay. you two talk about Kevin and you know. Yeah. What are your um, what are your what are your thoughts on the, the match itself? Like so nothing to do with the end of it. Just the match. Um, come. I think it's clear how well Roman and Kevin click. They've had previous matches at Rumbles in the past, and yet this match sort of felt a bit different to the previous two. Obviously, the first one, you had Jericho in the shark cage, and then the other one was during the pandemic. And this was completely different to, to both of them. You had Sammy on the outside sort of reacting to every move which really helped. Like you were almost uncertain at points. Like, wait, is Sammy going to do something here? Is is he going to help Roman? Is he going to, you know, drag the ref out of the ring? And I was like that, that moment where um, just before, like when Roman ordered Sammy to get the steel chair mm. and it was like, but you told me not to do anything. And Sammy took what felt like a minute to get a steel chair, which gave Owens time to hit the stunner on Roman. And then eventually when they were on the outside, I was half wondering whether Sammy was going to push Kevin out of the way and Sammy was going to be the one to get speared through the barricade. 
You know, yes. yeah, yeah. so many of those moments where you knew something was going to happen at some point, but you weren't necessarily sure when. Mm. And that's what added so much to the tension because I think everyone was under the assumption that Roman was going to win. Yeah. And that doesn't really matter. And it doesn't matter that he won this way or that way. But it was the, the drama that was created throughout the match that added so much to it. You know, in the past where you had a match between two guys, you know, oh, that guy's clearly going to win. And he just hits one spear and wins the match and nothing else happens throughout. Whereas this was completely different. You had, you know, 15, 20 minutes of, you know, what's going to what's gonna come next. And, you know, it was a really good main event that'll almost be forgotten by what, what happened afterwards. Yes, yeah, I was literally. That's what I was gonna say. Is um, the match? Sorry, my dog wants to wants to cuddle. Um, yeah, I think it was one of them situations where it's like, yeah, the the match was good, but no one's gonna go and replay the match. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, but like, I think it's one of them where it's like it's. It's easy to say that, like, the match would have been good, but I think the idea of the way it... All the stuff around it didn't distract from the match. It complemented the match. Mm-hmm. And that is such a hard thing to do, I think. Like, he's... Hang on. I think Adam's finished. He can't sing. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> I, I thought Chris Jericho couldn't hold a tune. Christ <laughs> almighty. But then the commentators forget that the microphones are still on halfway through and Pat McAfee yeah. knocks a drink over on the table <laughs> and then Hardy's looking like he's shifting the wardrobe, dancing around. What's that about? Oh, my God. Jesus uh, Christ. Told you. Oh, it's like he, he gets to a long note and he's like, eh, 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 eh. <laughs> and it's just like, what is that? I was right, it's a little bit country, and then it's a little bit rock it's and roll. It's a little bit country, and then it is a little bit rock and roll, yeah. Weird. Makes no sense. Absolutely no sense. None at all. No. Um, we were talking about Reigns. Poor and... crowd. Yeah. We were talking about Reigns and uh, Owens. And it was Owens a good match. It was, very, it was very brutal. Yeah, them shit, them shit, them stir, the stir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that Amy cringed at that. Yeah, like um, the first one, I was like, "Ooh, that looks so." And then he did it again, and I was like, "That looked worse." But like, like they did the first one, and Amy was like, "How? How? Why have they just done that?" And I said, "Oh, like Owens has done that before, so I think that's more of like a like he's comfortable with that for whatever reason." Yeah. And then when Reigns did it again, I was a bit like. Oh, maybe not. Because <laughs> right. yeah. it looked like the second one, the back of his head literally like hit the yeah. corner. Yeah, I think the yeah. first one he sort of like protected himself a little bit, but the second one looked like he was a little bit lower down. So it like. But then it, how do you protect against that? Like unless that that top steps gimmicked. I don't know. You know. Back neck. Back neck. I mean, it still <laughs> hurt. Just yeah, I've not neck. got much there. Fat neck. I don't know. I don't know how you do it. I don't know. It's still a... I mean, Bell don't know either. He's that side of it, and then he, this, this dog thinks it's a fucking dinosaur or something. He's seen this. 
Jesus Christ. Um, I suppose he's one of them, but then it's like you're still throwing the rest of your back onto steps. Yeah, but if you go, I mean, your back could probably hit the steps first, wouldn't it? So suppose yeah. you're getting close to, yeah. I don't know. It just looks like a freaking hit. I'll be honest with you. Um, but yeah, it was pretty brutal, like without being yeah. a mess. So. The mist moonsault was really scary as well. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, Went well, back and did it again, though, didn't he? Yeah. Just trying to get a bit of a hole there with the dog. It's all right. All, all the time. All the time. She's so interested. No, so annoying. Me and my dog. Um. Yeah, so as I say, the match, like, top notch. Um. The idea of Sammy being a bit like, mm, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? Oh, don't do that. But then all the stuff that happens afterwards, is that how you thought it would play out or how you wanted it to play out? Or you know what I mean? Because I didn't think I it didn't, had happened now. I, I didn't see that. I didn't think it would play out the way it did. I'll be mm. honest with you. I was yeah. like, shocked. I didn't. See, when, I, when I saw this was the main event, I was thinking, The Rock's returning. This is going to be where he comes back. At yeah. the end of this, I was like, I'm quite glad The Rock didn't return because it would have compl- that itself could have overshadowed the whole show, Cody winning, Rhea winning, and then what we got in the post-match segment anyway of this one. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't believe I'm going to say this. It's at the level now where WWE don't need The Rock. This feud doesn't need the rock. I think of how good it is. I don't think the rock will add anything to it. No. Like I don't know where he'd fit into it. I don't know where he'd elevate it to a point where it's not already at a at a point where it needs to be. You know what I mean? It's just it's one of them where it's like I don't I don't know if I, if you did it where it's like what Adam the Rock, where you could say, this is why we're doing it and this is where we're putting them. If that makes sense. Like, yeah. he's not. He, does, he, he doesn't need to be there. No, he doesn't. But then he said he's not ready and he's not in shape and all, all that jazz, um, which is fine. It's all good. Um, and he's like, I'm open to do something maybe with Reigns at WrestleMania 40, but it's like, why will Reigns be at WrestleMania 40? Like, he's... With all due respect, he's been saying that for the last five or six years. It's like, so... Reigns is the hottest he will ever be right now. So, it was this year, or it's just not going to land the same. That's, yeah. that's the whole top bottom, really. But, that's, you know, whatever. They don't need him. It's fine. Stay away. Do you think? Make your shit black out and film. It's all good. <laughs> I haven't even seen the film, I'll be honest. I'll I haven't that. seen the film. But... Take that, God. I'll be honest. Um, yeah, and then all the stuff after it. It's a weird one because I always thought, like, it would be less of a obvious chair shot turn and more yeah. of a, like, I infiltrated your mm. bloodline. Mm. Like, I know everything. I know this. Like, I... Because he never, ever calls him my tribal chief. He only ever calls him the tribal chief or tribal chief. He never, ever says my tribal chief. 
So I thought so there's some Paul Heyman brings that home, doesn't he? Yeah. My tribal chief, my tribal chief. So it's like, I don't know if I thought they'd be like, yeah, I haven't even seen him on Zeno's. You think you're this big thing? And you're not. Maybe he will. Maybe that's the promo real cut. I don't know. But then he's the other side of it where you could he could do what he did. And then it's like, Sami Zayn, I'd be like, it wasn't anything to do with me siding with Kevin Owens. It was just, it would have been, it could have been anyone sitting there. Like, mm-hmm. um, handcuffed to the ropes and you were going to hit him with a chair. I would have stood in the way. Do you know what I mean? And then yeah, you go yeah. to me and say, like, do either it in him or it in you. And it was the only way I could do it to not to make sure it stopped. Do you know what I mean? So these these that side of it where it's like like I haven't seen SmackDown. I don't know if either of you used to have. Uh, seen, yeah, I went through it this morning. As, yeah, I've is, seen bits. Is there any of like any sort of proper fallout? Like I know Reigns is there. Sammy like. Sammy attacks Roman. Does he? Yeah. Ooh. Um but then I think I think Roman ends up getting the sort of upper hand um and they announce that at Chamber is Sammy and Roman. Yeah. Yeah. Which went which went against my thought <laughs> that I shared with Callum before. Okay. What was your thought? Uh, do you want to go into Chamber predictions? Okay, well we we um we scored this for you did the four, Callum did the four point five and I did the four. Right, so, okay. Yeah. But, right, the reason why I'm doing this, before we get into it, right, so for every pay-per-view, I want to do this, and then, we'll, like, at the end of the year, when we do, like, the SLCD20, and that, we can have, we'll have a match list of the matches that are, like, because we always forget what matches are cool. We always forget. So, my head is... And then there's a bit of recency bias towards ones that have just happened, and... Exactly. This is my yeah. thought process. Clever, you know what I mean? So I'm gonna keep an eye to them all, and then I'm not gonna keep them in order of pay per view. I'm gonna keep them in order of score. You know what I mean? Uh huh. See if we get a five star match. Tell you what, it's not looking good for Bray Wyatt for worst match of the year. No. Bad start from Jesus. It's gonna say a lot to beat that. Jesus. Um, worst performance of the year, concert wise. Yeah. Let's see, bring it out three for money in the bank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man. Um so go, right, so let's let's throw in some um predictions for um Elimination Chamber. What have we got? So they've announced Sammy and Roman. That's happening. Now, my original thought was that maybe they weren't gonna go down that route and so that they get people on the card. Um, that they were going to do a sort of broken bloodline. So Roman Reigns, Jimmy Uso, and Solo Tokoa versus the North American Nightmares, Cody Rhodes, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn. Ooh, but, like that. But Calm's reminded me, we don't think the Usos are allowed into Canada, so Jimmy can't make it. Can you not? I I I just thought it was Jay that wasn't, but definitely, I don't know. definitely one of them. Uh, before we before we move into this, I have Miss Sutton. What are your thoughts on the whole Jay thing? Well, what we were you... talking, weren't we, Calm? And we can't figure out how they're now going to get to 
the Usos versus Owens and Zayn. Yeah. Because it looks like Jay is more like, oh, I'm not, I'm not going to go against Sammy. I'm not going to go against Sammy. Unless they do that really awkward sort of family turn of, nah, like. I was only playing with you. Yeah. Why don't we do a, a Undertaker Kane situation from WrestleMania where there's like Undertaker's like, I'm not fighting you. And then it's like, I'm not fighting you. I'm not fighting you. And it like, you get kind of goaded into it over time. And mm. he's still at the match and he's like, we're defending our titles. You've got to pick like, we're the champs. Yeah. I'm your brother. You might say he's like your brother, but I am your brother. We're the champs. Like you've got it. It's like he's. Well, my so... sort of in, in interest now is with SmackDown next week, mm. because they've announced on SmackDown next week that Braun Strowman and Ricochet, who won the tag team title tournament, are going to face the Usos for the tag titles. But Jay's not popped up. We don't know where Jay is. Now, yeah. does that mean that Jimmy ends up defending them on his own and losing them, which is then where the SmackDown title split? And the oh. Usos keep the Raw ones? Yeah. Or does Jay pop back up again for next week? So I wonder whether it's something where they say, look, you, you, we are the best tag team in WWE history. We, let's not let our run end in this fashion. Like, if if like they're told, if you're by yourself, Jimmy, you have to vacate the titles. You have to forfeit these titles. Yeah, and it's something where the titles to Jay don't necessarily mean more than Sammy, but they mean more than his brother. Mm. So he's doing it more for the actual lineage of the tag titles than who his tag partner is. So it's something where he can't really look Jimmy in the eye, but he still is his tag partner because of being tag champions. Yeah. What if it's like it's like you've got to defend them and he won't. So as and Peter says, but you've got to find someone and solo yeah. defends them. We kind of mentioned that as well. Yeah. Or could... Roman. Or Roman, yeah. Or Roman. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Okay. So we've got Sammy Roman for the world yeah. title. Um I assume we're gonna get Becky and Bailey somewhere. Well, I, I don't know, because like Callum was saying before, I feel like the cage match is a blow-off. Okay. And neither of them are going to be in the chamber. Yeah. Who's um, who's in the women's chamber? So we've got we've got two chamber matches. The One of them is for a Raw women's title shot at Mania. Now, announced so far with the four runners-up of the Rumble. So you've got Liv Morgan, Asuka, Nikki Cross and Raquel Rodriguez. Now, Natalia won a fatal four-way on SmackDown, so she's in. And then on Raw, there is a fatal four-way between Carmella, Candice LeRae, Meachin, and Piper Niven. Now, I assume that it's going to be Candice. Jesus. Yeah. I would say... you think well, I, I mean, the thing that's going against it is I don't think it's going to be Meechin. I think you've then got the sort of uncertainty of Carmella's just come back, Piper's just come back as Piper, yeah. and then they did a thing on like a digital exclusive where because Johnny's in the kit in the chamber, is Candace going to be in the other chamber? Yeah, yeah, you know, um. 
But yeah, that's that, that that's who essentially they're filling it with. I think Asuka's won the ladder, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like so that's Asuka. Um Asuka Bianca. Yeah. I don't think Theory's losing the US. I don't think Theory's losing it. We would me and Calm were talking about this before, but just to go through I'm them. Like, how long were you well, th- this was when you were fiddling about for your laptop charger. Um, so oh, United yeah. States title. Um, theory's defending against Johnny Gargano, Bronson Reed, Seth Rollins, and then either Montez Ford or Elias, who I think it's fair to say is going to be Montez. Yeah. Um, and then either Angelo Dawkins or Damian Priest, who I think at this point is fair to say Damian Priest. Yeah. It would be interesting. Yeah, but I, I think, yeah, I think you're right. I think Theory's winning this, and I think it's going to come down to Theory and Seth, and it's probably going to be a Logan Paul running Shawn Michaels esque pop up from the chamber floor yeah. type deal to screw him out of it, and then you end up with Theory Cena at Mania for mm. Theory saying that he's the best United States champion. Yeah, and then. Yeah. The the Seth Rollins Logan Paul match, which I mean, I don't know if I'd still fancy your Seth Rollins Pat McAfee match from your main. Exactly, to be honest, exactly I mean, I don't mind. I'm not a Mike. I'm not gonna like completely <laughs> shit all over it like he is doing. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm into either. Um, so you don't think? And then we're not gonna get a tag. The tag. I don't think so because they're doing it on SmackDown. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, and um, the only other match that I have down because I'm, I'm, I must admit I've written into Continental Championship, but I ain't got a bleeding clue. Yeah, I was just about to say that. I don't know where they're gonna go with because like there's no one, there's no one I can think in the Royal Rumble who has a moment with Gunther who you could build on to the point where it's like they deserve an IC title match outside of. Um, what's a face, Seamus and Drew? But yeah. as you say, it's going to be a thing where that's that's mainly, isn't it? Um. So the only other match I have written down, um, is Rhea and Finn versus Edge and Beth Phoenix. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I feel like that's going to happen to blow off the sort of Rhea Beth stuff that's happening, and then I think we're just naturally going to get Edge and Finn at Mania. Yes, Helen so. Essentially, yes. Yeah. They've already done a last one standard, haven't they? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I don't know what else is going to fill that card. Calm. I've got I've got Cody Rhodes down to face Dominic Mysterio. That'd be mm. good. That was, that was the match I said beforehand. It doesn't really sound very good, but I think they're going to try and get Cody on the card, whether it be a match yeah. or more of a segment. Attacking Reigns after facing Zane, maybe, but um, yeah, yeah. I just think what happened on this episode of Raw just gone. Obviously, you had Dominic and Cody have a bit of a, uh, you know, confrontation, but it was Cody facing Finn eventually. Mm. I just wonder whether with Damien in the chamber match, Finn and Rhea in a tag match, you could just chuck Dominic on the card against Cody. There was a weird thing that happened on SmackDown where Dominic and Ray had a bit of a confrontation at a NASCAR event. Yeah, I can't really explain anything. Um, but though it was with Dom was Priest and Finn, 
Finn looking absolutely bizarre wearing a camouflage tracksuit and a bucket hat. Did you see his hat? Yeah, he stole Jack Swagger's hat. Um, And then um, on the opposite side was Ray and New Day. So then me, I was a bit like, is that going to lead to something? But then I then realised that I put Finn with um, Rhea facing Edge and Beth. So I thought, oh, that doesn't really make sense then, does it? But weird. Yeah. I yeah. Unless you do um, Ray, Edge and Beth versus Finn, Dom and Rhea. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose. What was your thoughts on Ray not being in the Rumble? I, I, I understood the whole, like, Dominic stealing the mask and making it look like he'd beat Ray up. But I think mm. it was missing Dominic mm. dragging a lifeless Ray out or something like that. Yeah. You know, and like just leaving there. But, like, the thing that, like, everyone's losing their minds and saying, well, that means that, like, Rey Mysterio wins the Royal Rumble then. Well, no, because you didn't even enter it. You've got to get in the ring <laughs> to technically be viable to be then eliminated. Yeah, it's like, like it, Curtis Axel's still in there, isn't he? Because he never made yeah. it. And, yeah, it's a bit I, weird. Don't work but, like that. But um, I thought when his music didn't hit, there was part of me that was like, I thought Ray was going to come out and then Rio was going to get in. Right, okay. That was where my head was going. I was like, yeah. this could be where they put me in. Yeah. Um, obviously, with a winner, they would have been. Yeah, you know what I mean? But um, I thought that was going to be the time that they were going to be like, the pair of them come out, and then she's like, I'm raising number. So, but yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting road to WrestleMania. <laughs> um. The elimination team is always a weird one where it's like it's either amazing or it's we're old enough a lot. We've only got a couple of weeks. It's on the eighteenth. I know, I know, I know, I know. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. We shall see. Um I'm quite looking forward to it. I'm look I'm more excited about heading into WrestleMania this year than I have been the last few years. I'll say that. Like with rains and Roads and the road side of stuff and the Sammy side of stuff. I know that Cody Rhodes isn't advertised for SmackDown because he's now on WrestleMania, which is a bit weird. Oh, okay. Yeah, apparently that's true. Um, so I don't know how they're going to do that, but we'll see. Um, yeah, it's it's, it's a good one. It's a good one. You mean? So we're stepping up. I like it. You mean? Interesting. Interesting. Um, any final thoughts? No. I'm, I'm looking forward to it happening in Montreal. I think the reaction for Sammy and assumingly Kevin is mm. going to be great. Also Edge as well. So I'm looking forward to that atmosphere for, for the show. It's, yeah. it's an odd one because it's usually like Chambers can even be really good or just as a roadblock in a way between Rumble and, and Mania. The thing that I'm glad about is that there's a nice six-week window between the end of Chamber and Mania again. In the past, it's been, hey, we're going to chuck Fastlane in three yeah. weeks before Mania or a Saudi show before Mania. So it gives like the nice build to the biggest pay-per-view of the year, like 
what we saw out of Survivor Series for Rumble. You had like the eight week gap, which I think made the anticipation more for Rumble. So hopefully it'll be the same with Mania. Yeah, I think less pay per views are definitely a good a good thing to like build the story. Um, but yeah, as I said, I am I'm definitely looking forward to WrestleMania. I'm definitely going into this like, um, let's do this. Let's like fifty something days or something like that. Sixty days. Um, <clears throat> sweet. Go rant. Let me know what you're doing. And they'll they'll be out here. Anything to uh, anything to plug, Adam? Uh, keep going over to Final Film for the Last of Us weekly content. Keep dropping episode reactions, spoiler-filled episode reactions. Uh, one and three was just me on my Todd. Two, Ollie joined me. Um, and you can tell that he joined me because we did an hour rather than the 20-minute videos that the other two were. Um, and then this week he's joining me again, even though he's got no internet at his house and he's going to be tethering his hotspot from his phone. So we'll see how well that one goes. No. And part of me is not convinced, but no. you know, he, he was a bit heartbroken that I did the Bill and Frank episode without him. So, yeah. No. Um, and if you've not watched it, you need to get and watch it. Why don't you just get him around to your house and then you can do it together? It's not. Uh, he's moved to, where's he moved to now? He lives in Cheshire, no, now, so it's, it's ages away. away yeah. No, no, no. I think you're closer than he is. Oh, I'll come around. I'll come around. Yeah. <laughs> The Ollie substitute. Yeah, I'll um, I'll bring uh, I'll bring something for the baby, and then we can do uh, we'll do some yeah. yeah, bring a uh, plate of sausages with you. Well, <laughs> 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 um, Callum, what's going on? You okay? What's like? Anything yeah, say? everything's everything's not too bad. Um, as Ty and Adam can see, I'm wearing my Sami Zayn shirt from about eight years ago. What I would say is that I'm really glad that he's getting this main event push that he's deserved for the last few years. And yes, he almost certainly will lose against Roman at Elimination Chamber. It's just nice to see someone who for so long has just been there in like the mid-card area doing entertaining gimmicks and great matches get this this big match. And it is going to be a big main event for him to have. So you know, really looking forward to Chamber and hoping that he brings back his old music. Ooh, that'd be mm. good. Um, yeah, I think it's one of them where, um, yeah, you're right. It's like Sami Zayn's. He's just, he's just cool, and he's just boss. Like, and it's nice to have him. Like, I think as well, m- more so than anybody else, he's made the bloodline watchable. Like, I think without him, without that sort of like side bit or like comedy value or entertainment, it would have just been a bit. I think it would have fell flat a little bit. Um, so yeah, I am definitely looking forward to where Reigns is going. Hey, where Sammy's going, where Reigns is gonna end up and all stuff like that. So <clears throat> yeah, um I am not really doing anything. So I am starting up many month stuff. That's where my head's going to week. Yeah. It's always fun to do. Um so yeah, there'll be new New and exciting content, I'm sure. Um, maybe from some other people who work on SLTD as well. We'll see. We'll see. Who knows? Just might get some of us right again. Mm, no. So, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'll have to ask Cal. See what he says. 
Um, my voice is my pen. Yeah. Um, we've done quite a lot of Mania style episodes, though. So they can. I know we need to think of something new, don't we? No. Um, but yeah, we're gonna do at some point. I don't know if it's next. Um. Oh no 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 no! But I think we're doing. I think we're doing an ultimate elimination chamber at some point. Yeah. 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 We 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 should do a, a Mania redone like Callum said last time. Yes, I like that. Um, so yeah, new things, exciting things. Um, as always, follow SLTD Wrestling wherever you get your wrestling content. What about with there? Doesn't matter. Um, any socials, what on? Um, and say hello, drop us a line, do what is a thing. It's all good. Um, yeah, look after yourself, stay safe, and watch the wrestling that you want to watch, not the wrestling that. Uh, we tell you to watch. Although, go back and watch the Hardy performance if you haven't seen it. It's hilarious. Like, you'll never get the three minutes back, but Jesus Christ, it's worth watching. Um, I'm going to catch you next time. Bye.